Previously on the Division Three's Finest Podcast. Taysom Hill, I'm telling you guys right now, will be a great NFL quarterback if he steps in in New Orleans. Next Peyton Manning, Taysom Hill. What? No. From what I understand, you've moved on to the uh, personal training game. Uh, so, like, what are the best kind of steroids that I could get? That's a good question, man. <laughs> uh, you took Sprite Cranberry you took, over. You took Mr. Pib over Dr. Pepper. I'd rather drink my own piss than cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fear the mellow ball at all, and then, uh, like, those guys, they're always, they're like, they're half asleep all the time. I think what Shub yeah. is I try and ask is, do you, do you not have dragons? Ricky! <laughs> yeah, and they invited 69 guys to the ring I feel like really good. I, I know. <laughs> this is this is the most energetic I've seen you all day, honestly. So, Maya, what do you do now? For a living? Yeah, I, I work Jacob. Uh, I'm a professional now, big uh, professional guy. Episode 57 of the Division 3's Finest Podcast coming up next. What's up, guys? Episode 57 of the Division 3's Finest Podcast. How's everyone doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. It's great to hear. Yeah, Liddy. It's good to be back. We're back back on the grind and the flow of things. Yeah, it's kind of cold over in my... It's gotten way colder in my neck of the woods, so I don't know how it is for you guys, but it's going to be here. Is there snow? We'll bleep that out. No, it's just cold as hell. Yes, yeah, it's, it's 30 here. I feel you. It's 30 degrees. You got snow? No, no snow. It's just 30 degrees and freezing. I'm cool. I'm all right if there's no snow, for real. It was in the 40s here. I know that sounds like I'm complaining. I'm not complaining, what? but it's it's been in like the 70s last week, and it's all of a sudden today, we're in the 40s. So. How did you Pretty guys crazy. survive? Like, Was there a state of emergency? I uh, just had to hold on the whole day. You know, There was a state of emergency. Did it wasn't they really close school? About, but. They did not close school, unfortunately, okay. for those who had to go, not me. So um, before we get to our interviews with Coach Calhoun and Coach Paterni, we do have – well, we're not going to do an NFL recap right now since, you know, nah, two, in two weeks. NFL. Yeah, that. We'll beat that out. So uh, with the extra week off, we're going to just do that next week, and we're going to focus on all that MLB stuff this week. But first, real quick, Hot Ones Picks Playoff Edition update. Loser receives the hot sauce from the YouTube show, The Hot Ones. And right now, it looks like Jacob Schubert is in trouble. So, yeah, have, have, any we comments. Did, have we decided what hot sauce from that show I'm buying? Uh, we have not. There's a couple different options on Amazon. And, you know, we'll just have to narrow it down. You know, cost and demand as well. Some of those are a little bit more expensive. So, you know, because we might. Because if, if so, like, like I said, I said I would basically take a giant gulp of this hot sauce. Yes. I there's gonna not, be a fine, I did not say that for the There's record. gonna be a fine line well, we between didn't, me yeah. you did. having milk by my side or having nine one one ready <laughs> on speed dial. Like I both? need to know. I might have to have both. Yeah, you should have both. <laughs> <It's Okay. sad. laughs> I would actually go to the nurse the nurse's station at your at, at the campus. I would just start i just do it there. Yeah. I'm not sure if we have that. I can go to our trainer. <laughs> what? That's not I don't know good. where that's at. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you should find that. Actually, how, how about this? I'll just do it at the hospital. Well, that is or a I'll, good idea, too. Or no, you park your car outside the, outside hospital, the hospital, do it in the car, and then if you have to go, you're right there. All right. So, yeah, that's the plan. If I lose, which there's still a tiny, tiny chance that I do not lose, I will go to the hospital that I do not know where it is in Lancaster, South Carolina. You'll find um, it. You'll with find my it. milk. Yeah, I'll find it. GPS. Google Maps. Yeah. Uh, with... With my Family milk, program. Um, I will 
gulp the hot sauce. Um, I will then proceed to drink the milk because I'll probably need it. I was going to say, are you going to try the milk first or would you just go right to the hospital? I'm going to I'm gonna ride it out as long as possible and then go with milk. Okay. okay. And then you after that. You have to at that, least try that. Yeah. Then if that does not even come close to working, then I'm going to walk in and explain to the nurses somehow. And throw I'm, up. But I should throw up everywhere. Throw up everywhere. I think I'm gonna write down a note that says like I need help. I did a dumbass <laughs> challenge right. with my right. friends. Drank a lot of hot sauce that was I think burned my esophagus, can't speak. Please help. By the way, I'm recording for my podcast. By the way, you're on video. Yeah, you should like <laughs> you should put our tag, our Twitter name yeah. on that yeah. note. Uh, so they can follow our podcast. Right. In case they need to contact any of us for like you know emergency yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. So if any of if anyone who works at Lancaster Hospital in South Carolina, please be ready for me. Okay. That's all I'm saying. They're not listening to the podcast, but they'll be no. ready. Yeah, because you don't do a good job marketing us. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna drop in flyers tomorrow. There. <laughs> just yeah, just go go visit the hospital. And just just drop off and be like, hey, like flyers. just be like, hey, I'll be here next week uh, or two weeks from now. Like, just just letting you know. For sure. Right, so let's just do a quick standings update. So I'm five and one. Gil is four and two, and Shub yeah, is unfortunately nice three and three. Yeah, weird flex. And Shub is three on three, three and three. So he's one game back going into Super Bowl week. So we're gonna do picks next week. Yeah, and I we, think, should, we should count the Pro Bowl. Ben, you, ben, you do a little bit of research. You, you make some educated picks. You get a good record, and you just think you're all that. I pick all for right, the content. Think, I'm you just, think you're hot stuff. Hey, I'm buddy, just putting I'm facts out there. I'm just you, doing right? an update. <laughs> What do you say, Shoot? I'm coming for you. Shoot, what can you I say? catch Ben at all? No, I don't care. No, no. There's, there's one game left and you're two games behind. Same That's matches. why we should, we should catch the Pro Bowl. <laughs> we should count the, count the Pro Bowl. We should not count the Pro Bowl. There's no spread on the Pro Bowl. There's no betting on the be, Pro Bowl. I would be the one to get the Pro Bowl right, though. Let's just be honest. <laughs> you can pick it just for fun. And that's why, and that's why you're in last place now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Do you want to pick it now just so you can have bragging rights? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I haven't seen the rosters yet. I'll let you. I'll let you know yeah. tomorrow. You'll have the perfect. You'll have that perfect excuse. You'll be like, oh yeah, see guys, it's like I told you, if the season was just one game longer, I'd have made yeah. it. Wait, hold up. Is it AFC versus NFC? Like it just ran out of time. I think no. I don't. I think they used to do it like that, but I think they combine rosters now. Maybe I'm wrong. No, Maybe no, I'm I think they went that. back to AFC versus NFC. Maybe if that's they the did. case. Um, I'm going with the NFC just okay. because. Great pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Nice. Okay. Actually, no, wait, no, wait, no. I'm changing that. AFC, they have Lamar Jackson because he's knocked out of the playoffs. Okay. And Derrick Henry now. So, AFC. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, AFC. All right, so it means nothing, but you're going with AFC. All right, yeah, so I think the way – we haven't agreed on this yet, but my idea, since, you know, Gil could just pick whatever team shoot picks and he's automatically eliminated, he has to do the hot sauce challenge. My idea was they could each text me individually – so they don't know what each other's picks are, and then you know we'll just do it that way. I think that would be the most fair way. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Uh, hey, man, I, I guess. I think that's good. I'm not worried personally. Yeah. That sounds fair to me. So I think Schubert's going to be the one that has some problems, but yeah, I mean, what he's, team just, are, he's in hey, panic mode. What team are you leaning towards? Why would I, why would I disclose that information? <laughs> I mean, if you're so confident, just give away your team, and then I'll just take the other one. I, I'm just not stupid. Oh, okay. Whatever, dude. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe, maybe there's a little bit of time between the game. Maybe I'll throw you some nuggets, nuggets of information, try and help you out. You, you yeah. can play with your head, though. You can really get in there. Oh, Ben. 
Come on. Don't, don't uh, bust me out like that. All right. So no, I've, I've already told Ben who I think. So He has not. But. Uh, yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have. Not on text. Troops trying text. to play the mind games. Oh, yeah. Ben's trying to play the mind games. A little back and forth. Yeah. All right. And then, so tiebreaker in case, you know, for whatever reason, they pick different teams and Shoop's team ends up winning. They will be tied, and so tiebreaker, we haven't agreed on this also, but my tiebreaker, I thought you guys could do final score, you know, don't pick teams, and whoever has the closest final score to the actual Super Bowl score will win, and the other one will lose. So what are your thoughts on that? I like that less. I already agreed to it. Okay. I like that less. I don't like that. So right now, what's a tiebreaker? We'll think of something that's, so my thing is, because it's not a tie, I'm beating you right now. But, okay, when when it becomes a tie, what's the tiebreaker? Yeah, if it is a tie, we need to have some kind of plan. So we, we don't have to come up well, with that right now. The probe. I say we'll figure that out when we come to it. But right now, I'm saying I'm ahead of you, so it shouldn't be treated as though we're on the same level. No, right. but, like, if we do tie, though, we can't just come up with something on the spot. Yeah. We have to have something in place. That's what Rock. I'm saying. Like, uh, total point scored. How about we just do total point scored just like March Madness? You just play in the total point scored in the championship game. All right, whatever. Fine. All right. So, t- total point scored combined. So, okay. one number, total point scored. All right, that works in there. Yeah, sure. I'm going to win straight up anyway. I don't care. That's what you think. Keep running that mouth. Okay, so I think it's settled. We're going to go with that total points thing. You know, If you guys have any other ideas, feel free to you know, DM us on Twitter or comment below the episode. And your We're idea. not very creative. Yeah, least creative podcast in the world right now. Except oh, hey, hey, hey. Maybe that's a little, Don't, that's man, a little we're much, positive. maybe. We're yeah. positive 2020. Right, anti-Tyreek Hill podcast. Positive vibes. Uh, hey, that's been, that's been, oh, that's been positive. Huge, huge. Okay. So I think it's time for the Coach Calhoun interview. We talk a lot about you know MLB, everything that's going on. I hope you guys you know enjoy this interview. It was a really good one. So here we go. A few moments later. Now joining us on the podcast, he's one of our favorite recurring guests of all time. Head baseball coach at USC Lancaster. Last time he's on the show, he actually gave us a hard time for telling all our guests that they're on the Mount Rushmore oh, recurring guests. Um, well, so we've done some research, some saving metrics, if you will, and this is actually your sixth career appearance on the Division Three's Finals podcast. Only Jacob Schubert and Josh Nero have more guest appearances, so I think it's safe to say you're <laughs> definitely on the Mount Rushmore list, and he's also Jacob Schubert's boss, so we promise we're going to be on our best behavior tonight. Coach Calhoun, how's it going? And again, you know, when can we get Don Manley on this freaking podcast? <laughs> What's going on, fellas? I didn't know. I honestly didn't know I'd been on the podcast that many times. I feel like I'm, I'm chasing the ghost of Michael Jordan here with the parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're never catching me. Six for six. <laughs> hey, that, so so all right. I, as always, you did a great job of dodging that question for Mattingly. But so uh, we'll get a, we can't get him on the podcast. Fine, we'll leave you alone on that for now. But you can help us break some news because we are a sports podcast. Um, okay. So breaking news that the Miami Marlins 100% don't cheat and are indeed a world-class organization led by your uncle. It, can you confirm? Um, I can confirm that to my knowledge they don't cheat. That's uh, good. I That's don't know. legal. Very well-worded. You know, I, when, you, when you say cheat, um, I assume you're talking about the Houston Baternies. I mean, Astros. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> 
I guess you're referring to video cameras. To my yeah. knowledge, they don't do that. No. Okay, that's good. Breaking. There you go. Breaking news. To to Calhoun's knowledge, the the Miami Marlins 100% did not cheat. Yeah. Quote graphic that. All right. Credit so, Division Three's finest. Got to. All right. So before we get into some you know real questions, the real reason we're here is it's been an insane week for Major League Baseball and the Astros. You know, we've had three managers fired due to, you know, this report implicating the 2017 World Series champion Houston Astros using a live monitor from a camera in center field to steal signs while, you know, banging a freaking garbage can in the dugout to signal an off-speed pitch is coming. <laughs> and, you know, just a couple days later, we have, you know, another possible buzzer cheating incident with Altuve and this video going viral where he hits a home run to send the Astros to the World Series. You'd think, you know, he'd be going crazy. Instead, he's holding onto his jersey like it's a football and he doesn't want to fumble it. And so, you know, I guess let's start with your initial reaction. What's going through your mind as a coach when you're seeing all this unfold? When I see all that unfold, it's kind of like, it, to me initially, it was like, wow, like, you don't, you don't think about the extent the technology mm-hmm. can give you an advantage, and then you also don't, think about I know for me anyway I was thinking like wow like I wouldn't think teams are going to that length right to get um advantages because I remember thinking that there I can't believe it was a few years back the Dodgers were using laser pointers in their stadium to help position outfielders and I thought that was a little a little crazy but uh it was just to me like again to me personally um yeah I didn't think it people go to that length just to steal some signs Yes, you know, just going off of that, like Ben mentioned, three managers fired, including former Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Now, according to the official MLB report, yes, everybody, I did read the report. I do homework <laughs> as a media member on this podcast, and it says here, quote-unquote, that Hinch tried to signal his disapproval and physically damage the replay monitors the team was using on two separate occasions. Now, and that's great and all, but I'm just curious, like, behind the scenes, how Hinch, you know, broke the monitors. Like, did he just take a bat to it, or did he just take them down? But, like, if you're in that situation as a head coach, don't you, would, would you just not hold a team meeting and, like, put an end to it right there? Or is there more to it since coaches were involved, like Alex Cora, and, like, players seem pretty invested in their scheme? For example, like, if I, if I had put monitors up, and then you, like, had taken it down and I put it back up, what would you have done? I mean, that's, that's, that goes to to me that says what either, you know, if say that story's true, say that story's true that Hinch did take him down and was pissed about him, well, then they pop up the next game. All right, that makes me think, okay, how much power does Hinch have? Yeah. Because yeah. Cause that story allegedly happened. Nobody talked about that. Now we're talking about it since everybody, you know, you know, know the Astros did this. So it goes back to when I heard that the Dodgers were given uh, my uncle lineup cards to put out during you know the last half of the season when he was with L.A. Um, so it's like, how much power does a manager actually have? I mean, that's what that's what I think about when, when I hear these things. And then I also think like you know like yeah, Hinch, you know, Hinch apparently damaged them, but if they're right there the next game. You know, Hinch knows they're there. It's not like he doesn't know they're there. Right. But I think that if all, I mean, from what I've read, so I read a lot of The Athletic. I don't know if you guys know The Athletic, but I yeah. think it's really good. Yeah. And I was just, um, and the story yeah, about our research, I don't know if you heard that. So we're definitely familiar. No, no, I know, but there's there's lots of it. There's lots of ways to get your research out there. <laughs> and the, the main thing I read is The Athletic. 
and just the, our organization as a whole was a cutthroat organization. So I don't think this was just like the players decided to do this. I think it was a group effort from everybody, like off-field personnel as well. That's fair. Uh, well, that's a good point that you bring up. Like, just even kind of expanding on like how much power does he have? Um, it just comes down to, and this is kind of something we've talked about um, a little bit. But you know, it, it's if it comes down to like his job versus you know taking the monitors down. If it's if it's more organizational, um, it's a little bit tougher to kind of stand your ground and make that kind of change, especially from the man. I mean, like you, the. Lineup card is a perfect example. Like you're not even if there's a point where you're not even making lineup decisions, how do you expect to stop something kind of on this scale? Um, but I guess kind of rolling off that more, thinking on more of the organizational lines. Um, so I'll just say, as a Red Sox fan, you know a little bit of a sore subject, but you, I don't know if you saw they're investigating that uh, 2018 yeah. season. Um, so. But the point being, I guess, looking at the Astros and everything that's going on, um, there have been, you know, as the internet does, uh, dug up some videos, pictures, whatever it may be, of some suspicious behavior from other teams. Uh, Yankees and with Aaron Judge, I don't know if you saw that, where he saw the camera and then kind of blocked it off. Uh, just stuff like that. So I guess my question is, is... Is this kind of where baseball's at, where there's it might be a little bit more widespread than is being reported? Like, did the Astros just unfortunately get caught, or do you think this is something that, you know, the Astros maybe crossed the line? I think the, the Astros were a lightning rod because they won it all. Uh, or they did it when the year they won it all. Um, and the other, the other interesting statistic that I heard, I can't remember if it was Bash telling me or somebody, that uh, when all that was going on, there was only one team that that beat the Pir- or beat the um, beat the Astros in a home series. And, uh, the I Pittsburgh think I saw Pirates. this. Yeah, uh, that's very <laughs> that's, interesting. That's, that's pretty like substantial. You're winning <laughs> yeah. all your home series over 100, and, you know, 62 games like season. That's now that's pretty substantial. Mm-hmm. But no, I know I think they just. They got caught, and everybody's making a big deal about it because they won. But I think it's more widespread. It's just kind of the Astros, or they're trying to make everybody's trying to make the example out of the Astros. It's like what I always used to hear about, you know, uh, the PED test is that okay? Like one guy gets caught, so that alerts everybody else as to okay, what trip the test? So the players, in a sense, are always one step ahead of the test, and it's the test that's slow. Right. So I think, you know, this is kind of the same situation. Astros got caught. Now everybody knows what Major League Baseball is looking for. And it just is going to kind of, you know, force teams to create other ways to gain advantages. Or that's the way they put it. We call it cheating. They call it gaining an advantage. Right. And it, I guess that's the problem because, you know, if it seems like there's probably multiple teams involved. And, you know, the Astros are just the first ones to get caught. And let's say, you know, the MLB really wants to do something more and they decide to give the Dodgers the World Series, you know, it could just be like... That's, you know, that's so stupid, by the way. I'm right. sorry that's to saying, interrupt you. That, no. I, I read that article. That's a stupid idea. But yeah. continue. I but, agree. I mean, you know, just like a couple of weeks later, something could come out about the Dodgers. Oh, Bellinger has a buzzer in his, you know, pocket while he hits. You know, it's just, you know, <laughs> like... You can't really do much. It's unfortunate what happened. The MLB did their investigation. They handed down punishments, but you know it's just tough when 
it seems like it's just a part of the game at this point. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and it's, it's there's no way to regulate it. So that's that's the problem. Right. How are you going to regulate that? Yeah. So yeah, so you know, following up on that, you know, obviously MLB escalated to an extreme by you know, hand down those punishments, but. Are there any ways, you know, there are ways to steal signs legally. You know, I remember specifically with you at Bethany, uh, I don't know if Gil and Ben remember this, but I remember in a JV game, because I don't think Gil and Ben play JV. I think this was your second year there. Uh, I remember you came up to us, and after one inning, it was like, guys, the catcher is literally showing his signs to me. I can see his signs. So I remember you said, like, if I say your number, a fastball is coming. So I remember I was batting, and you said, hey, come on, 4-4. And I remember I got a fastball right down the middle, and I, I ended up fouling it off like down <laughs> left field line. But you were right. So, our, so that's one story. Do you have any other stories for us of like your team or other teams stealing signs effectively in like the Cape Cod League or in any other leagues? You know, obviously we don't want to give away your secrets, especially you know here at USC Elica. I don't want to give away any secrets um, to any of those people listening at Flodar or Union or Sakahachi or SMC. Yep. Those kids, uh, but you know, it is a tough look though because a lot of a part of a, a part of baseball is game gamesmanship. You know, stealing signs at second base with your runner. Uh, but are there any, you know, clear and fine line between cheating and just being smart about it? And you know, unfortunately, I guess MLB teams have crossed the line with technology. But what are some of the ways that your teams have effectively stole signs legally? I guess. I mean that that's kind of if I can see them. I think if I think if it's just a situation where you can see it with your eyes, it's, it's not, gamesmanship. I mean, that's versus cheating. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gamesmanship, or if you know you're pick the other coach's signs, right. well, that's gamesmanship. Yeah. Um, the way I don't know, teams would always get mad. I remember it happened. To, I think it happened. May have happened to us when I was here, one of my first years, or I was somewhere else where teams picked up our signs that second base and they were you know hands right there like they're holding their hands at like kind of their chest if it's a fastball or at their waist if it's a change up or not change like a breaking ball and that's just kind of that's on us if right. our signs are getting picked we got to find a way to combat that yeah but no i don't have a problem with gamesmanship i don't really know honestly how you can cheat uh at our level um in terms of on the field, like stealing signs like that. I know there are other ways people have done it, uh, other ways people have cheated. Um, not anywhere around here, but other stories that I've heard across you know the country. You just hear gossip uh, with people doing stuff, but no, nothing around here yeah. of any you know true cheating. Yeah. Can you share one of those crazy stories that you've heard? Just you know, word on the street. Uh, one of the stories that I heard, and you guys can do your research. Uh, I'm not going to name names here. But uh, there was a team that um, got um, a postseason um, ban for it was only for one year because they were handing out way too many scholarships, and it was a more prominent team um, in the country. And then then you start to think, oh, no wonder they're that good. What is it, Ryan? But, yeah, with? they're. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Jefferson, probably. No, it's not. It's not. Any a little more. Guys. 
<laughs> all right, all right. We'll we'll do some research and 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 see if we can figure that one out. Yeah. Um. So I think the last thing. Uh, we're getting close to wrapping up here. Um. But one of the things we haven't talked about is like the actual punishment. Um. So with the fine, five billion lost their lost their draft picks. Um. And AJ Hinch being out. Um. So, you know for the season. Uh, some people think they weren't punished enough. Some was thought that it was too much. Um, so I guess, what are your thoughts uh, on the punishment? Do you think it was enough? Um, do you think, like, how significant, how heavily do you weigh the cheating, I guess, in, in terms of how it related to their success? And then do you think, off that, do you think the punishment fit the crime? Uh, if, you can steal, if you can tell your hitters, What's coming, I think, in baseball, that's a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the money was a, like a, I don't think, I don't think money necessarily hurt him unless you were to bankrupt him. What, what I think hurt him, and I think they maybe could have gone another year or two, is take more first and second round draft picks. And that hurts. Yeah. Um, especially in baseball. Um, I don't think, I know it's Hinch and, Lunau or whatever, how do you ever say his name? Them getting a year ban, whatever. Like they're gonna be back. Like yeah, it. I don't. That, that kind of it might disrupt what they got going this year. But the draft picks is what really hurt. And I think if they would have taken you know two more years of first round pick, first and second round picks, that would have crushed them. And at least for the future, anyway. But. I don't know. It's an unprecedented thing, so you don't know what you don't know if what you're doing is too tough or not enough. What you find out is, okay, does that prevent another team from doing the same thing? That's how you find out if your you know your punishment's tough enough, in my opinion, anyway. So, That's out of your point. Oh, good. Out of the no, I mean, that was. I, don't, I just never. Yeah. I, I never really considered. Like, I don't know. I guess I never put much stock. And this kind of sounds silly saying it out loud, but I mean, you're you could the five million when you put it like that just seems like almost laughable versus what the the draft picks would do. I think I just think that's a really good point. That's what, that's all I was saying. I, I never really considered you know changing the punishment around to maybe put some heavier uh, you know right. Well, losing those draft picks would kill them. Yeah. And more than anything, it would show it would send a stronger message, I guess. Right. Well, well, the yeah. money thing is. Yeah, that that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say the money thing is the maximum amount they can find is five million. So I think they would have done the maximum fine regardless of what the amount is. So I guess somebody somebody sneezed that out. The owner sneezed that out this morning. I think he like, like woke up and the, like. The Astros are gonna make up. The Astros right. will make up that five million in a weekend series. Right. Well, I'm not saying. They they need to make the fine more significant, but they can't yeah. because the maximum amount is five million. So they need to yeah. you know up that up. So that's okay. that's the yeah. league's fault. Yeah. yeah, the the money the money is more annoying. It's like more of an annoying thing than anything. right. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you got, got them. Right out the job. zeros. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the three guys that got fired: Hinch, Cora, and Beltron. Do you think they'll ever work in baseball again, specifically at the pro level? I personally don't think Beltron will just because he never got a chance to coach at all, even though he's technically undefeated. But do you think <laughs> do you think any of those three guys will ever, will ever uh, coach again, specifically at the MLB level, at any level, manager, bench coach, whatever? 
I don't know if it'll be like a manager, like the, the face of a franchise, just because then you got to deal with, you know, people are going to talk about, oh, this is, you know, the, the whole stealing sign scandal. I think they'll be in baseball somewhere. I don't think that's going to scare everybody off. And my, my, uh, my comparison to that is Sean Payton. Oh, yeah, I really scare yeah. people off from Sean Payton. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a good no, point. I think they'll be back in. I don't. I think they'll be back in baseball. I don't know. Like, you know, I don't. I wouldn't guess that they'd be the the Facebook franchise or like a manager. Uh, but I would have no. I wouldn't be surprised to see him on a major league staff as like a bench coach or sure. their base coach or something like that. So well, yeah, and it kind of touches on. It kind of touches on how you know we kind of t- like dance around it, but like how much did it? You know how much did it play into their? You know the cheating, everything playing to their success. Like Dashers are good, just straight up. Like, right. Mm-hmm. They cheated. They cheated, and that obviously helped or whatever. But you can't. You just can't. Like they're not bad now. And the same kind of goes on a more specific level with Cora. Like you know, they're just. It, he was a good. You know, he's good already, and uh, you know that helps. Or so. It's yeah. not like he's gonna go away. Yeah. Just a quick statistic on uh, Carlos Beltran. Uh, he was the manager for the New York Mets for 77 days. So that's probably that has to be a record. Undefeated. Hey, never Unde- lost one game in those yeah. 77 days. How long was that Kardashian marriage with the Humphreys well, guy? Huh? A lot of marriages, unfortunately, did not last 77 days. So condolences to all those marriages. <laughs> I, I, I figured they were close enough. It was only eight days, I believe. My science could be off there. Nice. But I think it was eight days. Uh-oh. Yikes. Yeah, Chris Humphreys, okay, well, shout out, friend of the program. Disregard my sabermetrics. <laughs> All right, so um, I do want to talk about this Jose Altuve clip that I, you know, I mentioned earlier. So I think you know we all saw the clip by now. 2019 ACL- ACLS, Chapman hangs the shit out of a slider, and Altuve hits a bomb to send the Astros to the World Series. And as Altuve's running home, you know, instead of celebrating with his team, he's you know grabbing on his jersey, and it appears like you just. He's protecting his life that he does not want this jersey to come off his, you know, shirt or his chest. And you know, after touching home plate, you know, shortly after he's already in the dugout, you know, apparently appearing to like rush to get his shirt off and change. So you know, I guess, what are your thoughts on after seeing that clip? And are you a believer in this, you know, buzzer gator, this you know, electric band aid thing that people are talking about? I mean, I I see no reason um, if if he. If he had something on, or no, no, if he didn't have, if he wasn't wearing anything, I don't understand his just concern for having his jersey ripped off. So it doesn't look good. Yeah. Um, the the thing, I, I don't know if you guys saw this, was circulating around Twitter. They found, uh, they, there's a picture of a similar situation, similar little buzzer piece in Big Al's jersey yeah. in the League <laughs> World Series. Did you guys see that? Yeah, we did yeah. see that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I actually I think I retweeted that uh, on Twitter. There was another one. Uh, I don't know if it was Ham from Sandlot. Uh, he was like calling a shot, and there was a wrinkle yeah, yeah. in his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that, that no, was I, killing me. No, I think that I think that there's he was wearing something. I do personally, because mm. why would you care so much? Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we yeah, talked. That, for sure, there's been like a couple different takes on it. He said he was shy, you know. He said he was it was for his wife. He said he was shy. I'd say, hey, that's. I mean, you can't. We'll never know. 
<laughs> he could be right. He could be 100% right. We could be yeah, yeah. Well, so my personal theory, uh, I'm not saying this happened, but, you know, what if he had some bad acne on his back from taking PEDs? Maybe he wanted to hide that. He's not going bare chest under his jersey, though. Yeah. yeah. Wear, wear another shirt. That's another option. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it, it does feel like a weird situation, but you know there's a couple you know other factors, and unfortunately you can't say you know this is a hundred percent settled, you know. But hopefully MLD does do their due diligence and look into it because it is you know a really weird clip. You know they just won, they're just they're going to the World Series, and he wants to go to the dugout right away. It, it's odd to say the least. Yeah, very odd. Okay, anyone else got anything? No, all I was going to say um, is thinking back from, like, the first couple times I did this with you guys to now, you guys sound great. Like, you guys are getting really good. Appreciate that. Um, it's just, hey, yeah, thank you. the questions and the, the interactions, it's, it's fun to listen to, man. You guys are really good at it. No, that's all I got. I don't have anything for you guys. Hey, man. Well, no, we appreciate that. That's, that's awesome. It's, it's good to hear that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I love it. It's awesome. It was awesome listening to you guys. I, I think I, I I have to soundbite that and put it on social media. I, I have no other choice as you know a co-host. Like this is such great content, <laughs> such positive. I, mean, go I got to. Go for it. I don't. I don't. Well, then you know, wreck the flow of your episode. Yeah. Use whatever you want, man. No. Hey, this is why you're on the Mount Rushmore of of uh, recurring guests. <laughs> don't. <laughs> okay. So. How many people on the real Mount Rushmore versus how many people you've told that are on the Mount Rushmore? Okay, so who's on your Mount Rushmore? So, so I think where you're getting caught up is we say so. So we'll say one of our favorite, but then there's Mount Rushmore, which is I would. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would put that above one of our favorites. I think Mount Rushmore is the highest. No, I, I agree. I agree. Mount Rushmore is the highest, but Mount Rushmore only has four slots. How many people are you saying is on Mount Rushmore? Basically, well, after, after me is basically three spots. Right. So, Anyways, okay. Shub has the most by appearances. What was it? It was Shub, and then Josh Lanero. Yeah, Lanero's had seven appearances. You. So you've had right. six, and Coach Sleek's had six. And I know Paterni's going to listen to this later. Uh, he has four guest appearances. So he's right there. He's right on the cusp. He needs to stir right up some controversy over there at Monmouth to uh, you know, catch up to you guys. Right. Coach, I think that's all we have for you today. But you know, last thing we have before you go, uh, we just got to have a quick Jacob Schubert update. So you know, Shu's been helping out as an assistant coach for a while now, and we just need you know an overall job update. How's he been doing? Is his coffee getting any better? And just give him an official grade for the job he's been doing so far. The job for the grade that Shu's been doing. Well, let me think here. Be honest. I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm, no, I'm trying to be honest with you. And Shub's on here, too, so you can hear what I honestly think. So, no, Shub's been really good. So, Shub has kind of been, like, I don't want to say roving, but, like, he does, I may have already repeated this, but, like, he, he works the hitters. Um, he's great with the base runners because he was, no offense to you guys, best base runner I've ever coached in terms of feel. Sorry. Uh, Not speed, feel. Okay. Putting that on my gravestone. I'll let them have that. <laughs> great feel. Great feel on the bases. 
and then he's um, been helping me out. I mean, he helps out with um, infielders. And there are times, because like I'm AD now, that I can't be at practice. I don't, you know, I just tell Shoe, hey, do whatever you want with the infielders. So I don't ever, like, have a concern. Oh, Shoe's got the infielders. Like, I I trust you, Shoe, since you're on the call here. And then um, he's going to be taking over. He's going to be taking over in the spring as kind of our um, recruiting coordinator. And so, because I, you know, he's got all that, got all that work with Perfect Game, and yeah, you know, I trust his eye for talent. So, I, honestly, I, I give him an, an solid A. He's been great. Wow. Seriously, well, hey, great. hey, shoot. Uh, thank Great you. I stuff. Hum- I, hum- I humbly accept that solid day, so thank you. <laughs> hey, so, hey, so before you get too hot, where's that? Where's all that effort for the podcast? Gil, I mean, I could say the same for you. I've been oh, wow. here, so I feel like I've, I found I found a balance with coaching and podcasting where I can put. I hear you. In equally. <laughs> so you've, hey, you've, that's, Gales is out here. He's managing an account so fast. He doesn't have enough time for these podcasts. That's, that's hilarious. Shoot. It's been funny. It's been funny every time that you've said it. So, no, but that's good stuff, man. That's good to hear. So when you guys get back to the office, do you guys hug or something, or how's this sentimental work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so tomorrow morning, yeah. I'll, I'll walk in the office. I'll give him a big hug. I'll say, "Dap him up." Be like, "Good morning, coach." I'm gonna go you know, do some work, and then I'll we'll, then we meet like an hour later for practice. Nah. No, it's That's no fun. hug. It's the it, it'll be the dap, but then you guys like hold when you guys like uh, grip fingers. You like hold it for a sec and just look. And you're like, hey, I know, and then you like go, just have, just have a moment. Uh, yeah, uh, just look each other in the eye. Quick moment. <laughs> Let it go. Nonverbals going. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm curious though, so I want to keep dragging this on. But so, what's the morning routine like? So, she gets you coffee in the morning, and then is it a dab? Is it a fist pump? Like, what's the morning routine like? Dab or fist pump? Uh, it just depends on what we're feeling that day. Some yeah. days, I mean, some days he takes the lead. Some days I take the lead. Um, I don't normally bring my own coffee. So I like iced coffee. So, okay. Yeah. You know, I don't rely on him for that. Okay. She does That's not. Probably smart. <laughs> And then we'll plan practice at 10. All right. Sounds, sounds like day. a pretty solid team. A well-oiled machine, if you will. <laughs> All right. All I right, think well, that's... Any, any last uh, words before we, we shut her down here? Any last words? Um, you guys got in the Super Bowl. Ooh, I wow, can't tell so. you that information until oh, next week. You can't, actually. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll so. tell you tomorrow morning. Actually, so, if, okay. Coach, if, you, if you've been hauling, yeah, if you, will let you know. Uh, but if okay. you've been following our Hot Ones picks, um, what? So, Shub has a chance, depending on my pick and his pick. If I lose and he wins the Super Bowl, then we tie, and the punishment goes to a tiebreaker. So we can't. What? We're picking on the next episode, so we can't tell each other who we're gonna pick now. Oh, respect. I got that respect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we're trying to – he'll let you know tomorrow, but that's kind of where we're at. So great question. Sorry I can't answer you, but it's for a greater cause. Uh, all right, Coach. How is, uh, the, who do you have? How is Baterni? Who do I have? Yeah. Uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Terrible pick. <laughs> so, <laughs> it might be. Chiefs playing my games right now. It's based, uh, on, it, it's based on solely me watching the game when we watched it the other day. And watching Mahomes like run backwards 
and run side to side, and he just has an absolute cannon. Yeah. I was really impressed. I've never watched him. Watched him. Yeah, yeah. that dude's got a hose. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, they're they're unreal, honestly. Yeah. Love gamesmanship going on right now. Sheep's saying that's a terrible pick, but you know, probably end up texting me, "Oh, I'm going Chiefs." And so you, yeah, you never know. It's it's Man, shut up. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. But um, thanks again, Coach, for coming on. You know, we always appreciate your time, and we'll be following your season. Hope you guys have a big year, the two oh, of you, yeah. Shub and you. Appreciate it, fellas. Appreciate it. Always fun. Always a fun time talking to you guys. Oh yeah, we're we're a UC Lancaster podcast. Officially. Confirmed. Now join us on the podcast, one of our favorite recurring guests of all time, head baseball coach at Monmouth College. And, you know, last time he was on the show, was World Series time, and he actually predicted the final score of the World Series Game 7, said the Nationals were going to win 6-2 that night, and it actually happened. Uh, this is his fourth guest appearance on the show, and unfortunately for him, hopefully not, but this is, you know, a sore subject for him as an Astros fan, so he might not enjoy this episode as much as the other ones. Coach Paterni, how's it going, and how are you holding up with all this chaos going on? I'm doing really well in that intro. I mean, <laughs> that really comes I was to everything in front Now I don't know if I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> Well, we can start out with some pot. Like, do you have just? We can start with a positive. Do you have uh, like an acceptance speech for predicting the World Series? Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, I feel like, like a brag before you get into the, the the hard stuff. You know, I guess I guess I just know baseball and anything that you need to know about the game. You just give me a call. Okay. And uh, I'll note that. I'll write I that down. What's gonna happen? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's an easy game, you know, and everyone makes it too hard. But unless you're cheating, then you're way ahead of the game. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, absolutely. That's a good transition, actually. <laughs> so, you know, just real quick, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you hate Mike Fires? 10 being the most hated. On a scale of 1 to 10, okay. Uh, Mike Fires, uh, probably like a 1,000 right now. Yeah, I mean, if I saw him in an alley I, and I had a bat, I'd probably be out of him right now so uh, <laughs> we'll you know that that you know if i saw him drowning i would probably just keep walking and i'd wave to him or something like that yeah. oh wow so, yeah, i'm not saying <laughs> wow okay that's for sure honest opinion yeah, yeah. appreciate that I mean, it's, come on man it's 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 you've got a world series ring right true okay it's not like you lost that year you won right and you've got a world series ring and you're coming out and you're saying they cheated the team that you were on. Yeah, it's it's a- like, how, like, how are you, it's, you know, it's kind of like the bro code a little bit. I mean, he just hey, made wow. you that's the best way to put it. In, in the book. So, uh, and I saw Pedro Martinez came, came out today. He, they had a little ar- article about him and what he said about it. He he's like, yeah, you just, now, I think he said something like, he's, you know, if I'm on a team with him, it's just like, well, how much do you trust this guy? You know, because right. you can't really tell him anything. He's just going to go out and, you know, tell on, on you and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I I, I think it's kind of a, crab, a crappy way to come out with it for a player like that, especially with a guy that was on the team, you know, come out and say that they that's what they did and then it caused, it caused obviously it just blew up and, you know, that's why we're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, just playing, like, devil's advocate, you know, as, like, a pitcher, now you're going against the Astros, your former team, but you know, like, they're doing the things behind the scenes, you know, is that maybe a part of it? You know, you 
you know wants to be protected you know as much as possible make sure you know teams are playing the game with integrity yeah i mean I'm, yeah absolutely you know now that he's on a different team especially a team in, in the division right you know and uh you know and, and you know it goes back where you want every advantage to win so now he's sharing what they do which is it's common i'm sure guys who get traded or get picked up you know they're playing the opposite team a former team they're they're letting the coaches know, hey, here's what we need, da 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 da, you know. But uh, I don't know, man. It's just the way he did it, in my opinion. <laughs> it just, I was never a fan of, of him when he was on the Astros. Uh, I just, you know, it's just one of those guys. It, it, it just, you know, it sucks, um, you know. And unfortunately, it, you know, at least for me and the Astros fans, it had to be the Astros for all this stuff to come out about. Quick question: Wasn't and this might be wrong, but. I heard that he wasn't on the World Series roster. I, I didn't look that up or anything. Do you remember if he Can't wasn't on? Metrics. I think you may be right. Because, um, you know, off the top of my head, I, I probably should have looked at that. You know, I, I think he was, he, he may have been hurt or they may have been trying him in the bullpen or something like, like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe if he wasn't, maybe there's some bad blood there and he wanted to come out and say something about yeah, it. He might be a little salty. Yeah, a little bad luck there. Yeah. All right, uh, so we'll get into. So, I don't know. It's yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, if he would have never said anything, it would have been really interesting. To, yeah, you know, yeah. it probably would have kept going on and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. I mean, that was just kind of my own little side comment here. I think that was on a more serious note. It's kind of why we had you on. Just I think a lot of the narrative right now is just kind of bashing and and you know. And maybe rightfully so, but to, to kind of hear from the other side is, is always good. So that's that's kind of a take on things, especially with, uh, I mean, I feel like him coming out was not like the forgotten topic, but something that no one's really talking about. So it's kind of hear the perspective on that is definitely, I'm interested in that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you, you go and, you know, obviously I paid more attention to the story of being a fan of the Astros and you know, <laughs> everything I do just kind of reading the reports, what they said about Lunau, what they said about Hinch and stuff like that. You know, I think the, the guy that kind of, I don't know, got screwed a little bit is Hinch because mm-hmm. it even came out in the report that he was, he didn't really agree with some of the things that they were doing with the monitor and stuff like that. I mean, I think there was something where he, like, busted two monitors, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I kind of feel bad about that. And then also... They said in like 2017 when the Red Sox got in trouble with the Apple Watch, and I guess um, the commissioner sent an email out to all the GMs across the league saying, "Hey, if you're doing this, stop. You know, we're going to give you basically a free pass. Whatever you're doing, if you're doing anything with technology, it's banned. This is your warning and stuff like that." So, you know, they had an opportunity to stop what they were doing, right? You know, and uh, you know, and, and I think that obviously that falls a lot on G, on the GM on Lunau, and you know, for not maybe communicating a little bit better. We're you know we're not we're not going to know what was said. You know, it's just but you look at all all the reports. It's just one of those things where it's like, well, you know, that kind of sucks. And then you know, if, if that did happen, did the Astros were the Astros doing it into the World Series of 2017 and stuff like that? I mean, you know, I don't know. In my opinion, I mean, you guys are players. I mean, if you're if you're playing in a stadium in front of 40,000 screaming fans, okay, and 
you have a helmet on, and when and you guys know when the wind's blowing like 50 miles an hour, you cannot hear. <laughs> yeah. So if, mm-hmm. if they're banging a, a trash can in a dugout, how? I mean, and you can barely hear it if you watch the videos and everyone's like, oh, yeah. you put headphones in, you can really hear it. How can you hear it if, if, if you're up to bat? That's what right. I mean. I'm like, that's, I mean, that's more of a distraction than anything. So you're trying to pay attention to the pitchers and try to figure out pitch what he's doing and stuff like that. I don't know. It, it, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me, you know, being a player and being a coach, you know, when you're hearing sounds and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, some guys like it, some guys don't. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's a good point because. A lot of those games where you know they show clips of you know examples of them banging the garbage can or whatever, it's games where I guess they're day games and you don't see too many people behind the plate, so like that noise is a lot more audible. While you know compared to like a World Series game, Game Seven, you know no one's gonna hear you know banging of a garbage can. So I, I, there's actually a clip going around that um, when Kershaw was on the mound, I think it was Game Five. Where uh, they're doing different kinds of yeah. whistles, you know. Th- I mean, all, all that audio could have been, you know, edited in or whatever. You know, who knows how valid that yeah. um, clip is? But you know, maybe whistling was more the method during those latter games in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, you, you, I don't know. I mean, it's so hard to go off. I don't like the internet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. I mean, it's just. Like, you could do anything. You? And no. Come on, man. It's just one of those things where it's just like, how, I mean, I, it just, like, the whole, and I, and I know we're going to get to it, but the sensor thing. I mean, you could go, I love, like, somebody, uh, some Twitter account that re, reposted, like, a, <laughs> all, the, yeah. all the players with a reboot and, Big Al from the Little League World Series. Yeah, that, yeah I think I saw the one with like Ham from Sandlot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, I think I'm like that's so true. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, you guys are. Um, I mean, it's just everything. You know, Major League Baseball. You know, you know, it, 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 all the fans want the players to come out. Well, they need to come out and they need to admit it. They did it. You know, and we'll forget. Yeah. No, you're not. You know, you know yeah, Manfred basically gave those guys immunity to find out all the information possible. Right. And right or wrong, if that's something, you know, if you should have done on that, I mean, it's, it's easy to, you know, to talk about it now, you know, because of what, of what's been done. But I mean, if that's why I really don't think they're going to find much on the Red Sox, you know, um, because now they're investigating them. But now I'm thinking, God, if I'm a player, I don't want to say anything because yeah. I'm seeing what's going on with the Astros and the yeah. players. I, I, I don't want point. to go through that, so I'm not going to say anything, you know. And yeah. uh, it's just it's very unfortunate that it had to be the Astros. And you know, everyone's everybody cheats. Yeah, I, I think yeah. a lot of teams do some sort of thing, but <laughs> Astros probably went probably a little bit more severe than everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so, well, you know, you know, especially something like this level. I mean, you kind of. This, this is something we were going to get into, but you kind of started to touch on it. So, you know, obviously uh, with the Red Sox, like you mentioned, and Cora, um, but like you said, with the it being kind of this level and and being almost, you know, the first ones there, I definitely agree with you. I think the Astros are going to get, you know, kind of the he- like a, a heavy stick. But 
I mean, there have been other videos kind of surfacing around. I don't know if you've seen them, but, like, uh, the one with Aaron Judge blocking the camera, um, just kind of weird stuff in the dugout. Like, so I guess the, the bigger question is, and, and like, you were going to get to it, but um, do you think, like, this is something that's maybe a little more, maybe not identical, like, not everyone's doing the same stuff, but at some level uh, kind of more widespread around the league? Yeah, I mean, I think in some sort of way it's, it's happening. I mean, um, you know, the Brewers quietly have been blamed for some things um, from what I've heard and stuff like that. Um, and you can go back to even before the 2000s when, you know, I, I think somebody said something about where Bruce, uh, what he used to do. And, you know, they're talking about Kaminsky Park where they would flash a light, you know, up on the scoreboard for the hitters to know what was I mean, how are you doing? Like, obviously, we're talking about the 90s and eight and eight and eighties and stuff like that. They, they don't have the technology that they have now. So, you probably got somebody sitting up there in the scoreboard with binoculars and looking in at the catcher and then flashing a light. I mean, maybe that's been done. You know, so I mean, we're in an age now where everyone is trying to get an advantage on you know some some way. If it's you know PEDs, if it's Feeling signs, if it's anything technology, you know, I think the way that the game is going, and in, in, in a lot of sports, in football or basketball, it's on the analytical stuff. You're going to have more technology available to you, you know, on certain <clears> things that you weren't used to. You know, that world. Sure. We can actually maybe put a video on this. Like, look at the Patriots; they're notorious of doing this stuff. Yeah. You know, and um, it, it's almost like they're they're veterans. They know how to get away with it, but. You know, it's, I don't know, it's just, there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. So I just wanted to go back on, you know, Hinch's role on all this. So, you know, we did see on the report, it looked like he destroyed, you know, two monitors on separate occasions. I'm wondering, you know, behind the scenes how that happened or, you know, how he destroyed the monitors, but... Doesn't it seem like he could have just said something to the team? Who knows if the team would have listened to him, and if they were winning games, maybe didn't want to say anything straight up. But it feels like he could have done more. And but or maybe you know Alex Cora is more to blame for this mess for you know instigating everything. Just what are some of your thoughts? You know Hinch probably could have done more, but at the same time, I can't imagine if you did something to the team like destroying the monitors. It seems like a pretty you know definitive thing. Your team would get that message. Right. I mean, it's yeah. It's it's you know we. God, man, I've been talking about it with every game of life since this has been going on, you know, and, and you know, we even said that, it's, it, you know, like I think a player of mine today, he said, well, you know, well, you know, if you're hedged, then why not put a stop to it? I'm like, hey, I mean, what if he was getting this message from up above? Yeah. I mean, if he didn't mm-hmm. listen, he's fired probably, you know? I mean, it's one of those things where you maybe risk it, you know, uh, you know, you, if you're doing this stuff, you are expecting not to get caught, you know. Um, you know, so it's, it's you know, I, I do feel kind of bad for him. I mean, yeah, I, I think, you know, maybe destroying the monitors, maybe that was, you know, that was him maybe trying to send a message, or maybe that was him maybe just getting upset and just throwing something. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one really knows, you know. So, right. Um, you know, it, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's, we're, none of us are ever in that situation, you know, and, and then I'm sure we're in situations like that, different types of scenarios to where our boss or somebody is telling us to do something and maybe if you don't agree with it, you're like, you know, man, do I do it or 
do I not do it? You know, because yeah. if I do it, yeah, we win. I have all the success, but at what cost? You know, so um, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, I, you know, I, each guy should try to get hints on here. We can ask him all, all, all yeah. these questions. <laughs> that's what you the program. I mean, hey, He's any, any help from you would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that is true. Like, that is true. You know what? It's it, it, it the thing about this whole situation. Ever since this has been, you know how many phone calls and text messages <laughs> I have gotten about this? And I'm like, what? Hey, Why? it's like, the price to. I'm not the coach. Yeah. Hey, but on, hey, I'll give you a spin zone. I'll give you a spin zone. It's the price right. to pay for being such a dedicated fan. Uh, a known fan. So. People know your loyalty, so you're the first one. I mean, look at us, huh? You know, who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? I really appreciate it. It's just like, I feel like I did something wrong. It's partially your fault. It's partially your fault. They feel really bad, so... You, you, you uh, probably so yeah, went to a game fun. once... You went to a game once. You heard the trash cans, and you didn't say anything. And so you're just yeah, as, yeah, you're just as guilty in this <laughs> as anyone else. As, as a baseball person, I probably should have turned them and turned myself in and stuff like that. Yeah, probably should have. <laughs> Finally, you get it. So it's good that you've grown up a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to. You know, it's a process. <laughs> the kid, the kid came along. You had to. Oh yeah, it really kind of makes you grow up a little bit. So, oh, I hear you. so I hear you. now I got to explain that to her, you know. Right. You know, so, and I was telling her, "Not cheating, not trying." So. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we. I don't know what else you guys want to talk about because there's a lot more that we can probably talk about too with all this stuff. Yeah, yeah definitely. So I got, I got two kind of, I got two questions, possibly three. Um, wow. My first one is recurring guest stepping is, up. Before I before I start this first question, I've never been to Minute Maid. Um, is it a dome okay. or is it enclosed at the top at all? It's an open roof, so they will close it and open it when they want to. Okay, so they can close it open. So, mm-hmm. being an Indians fan, like I've been to the Indians game, and I've they have a drum yes. and for people yes. from people who don't know, they have a guy who drums on a bass drum in left field, and you can hear it through the whole park. So that makes me believe that in a close and it's an open park. That makes me believe in a closed kind of dome field that you can be able to hear a trash can. And also another thing I, like, I thought about when I was thinking about how hard it would be to hear as a batter, you know, the umpire when Brett Gardner was banging his bat on top of the ceiling of, of the dugout this past season, the umpire kept hearing him and threw him out of the game. So I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to hear a trash yeah. can being beat on. That's kind of like my devil's advocate. That's a good take. point. And That's a really good point. But yeah. you can hear the drum on the, in- the Indians during the game, right? Right. Yeah, it's whenever a guy's so, in scoring oh. position. But, you know, and I can understand the Gardner thing, which was awesome, by the way. And, you know, I mean, you got to be, I don't know. I mean, it's got to be, I would like to see the trash can. I would like to see, you know, the weapon or something that they were beating. Massage gun. You know, I would like to go through it. I would like to get the person who is actually hitting it. That person needs to come out and they could just blame him because if I'm a player, my I, I didn't beat a trash can. I just, you know, he hit, he hit the trash can and I overheard somebody <laughs> hit the trash can. It, it just so, so happened to be that every time I heard a couple bangs, <laughs> yeah, it was a right. change to, I mean, It was probably fires. I mean, I mean, it probably, probably was. And, <laughs> you know, you smelt it, you I mean, dealt it, so. He probably got replaced. That's why he probably wasn't on the roster in 2017 <laughs> World Series World yeah. because his trash can beating was not up par with what they were trying to do. 
<laughs> Nothing is more dangerous than a scorned trash can drummer. He wanted everyone to know that he was the reason for their success. <laughs> uh, see, this is the thing. Like, we could start anything we want. Yeah. And yeah, if we get hot on the internet, media members. it's going to, like, somebody's going to believe us. Yeah, yeah somebody's going to believe us. That's the and problem. We, we, I mean, we are getting bigger on the internet, so we might have to be the ones I mean, that get us running. Yeah. You guys need to calm it down a little bit or, you know, be ready to start turning stuff in, you know, to the MLB and stuff and the NFL. You know, so. We'll we'll do some research. See if we can spin zone for you. We'll 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 carry the shield, carry the carry the water for the Astros. No, that that is a good point because you know you can kind of make up anything nowadays, and some people believe you if it gains enough traction. Like you know, there's people. I mean, I, I'm not you know condoning what the Astros did at all. I think I've been doing too much this podcast defending it. But there's so many tweets out there that are like, oh, Altuve hit you know 800 at home and then hit 100 away like you know there's yeah. some extreme statistics but some of those tweets are just just thrown out of left field totally made up and then they just get a hundred thousand retweets and then all of a sudden people think that's true yeah absolutely i mean and then going on those road the road and splits that like this you know the splits on home and away i mean yeah you guys know that's baseball i mean you I guarantee you, you look at a playoff series or a season or whatever in 1995, you know, go look back at that, you know, and I'm sure there's somebody that did not hit well on the road but then came back home and tore it up. Yeah. You know, like, that's just baseball. That's 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 what we – that's the game, you know. And, um, you know, no one's looking at the 2017 World Series uh, pitching rotation for the Astros. No one, no one in that rotation – had an ERA above two, I believe, right? So, yes. I mean, the Dodgers weren't hitting anything. I mean, it's just, I don't know. And then you go back to last year, if they were really doing this cheating stuff at home, not a, not one team won a game at home, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. And, you know, you could always look at something to be like, you know, yeah. I mean, at Coors Field, oh, he, he hits better at Coors, but he, he can't hit. At home, you know, and like that was the big yeah. thing about Field and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm sure there's some truth to that being just, you know, being science. I guess I don't know what call it. Sure. But, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's, well, it's baseball. Well, I kind of, yeah. I kind of hear what you're saying. It, it, it kind of comes down to what, like, there's a place, there's a place, I think, for analytics, uh, just in sports in general, but there is also a point where you can, you can look at the numbers or whatever it is any type of way that will give you what you're looking for. So, so yeah. if you go looking hard enough, you'll find those numbers that you know prove you right or whatever it may be. So, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. I think that kind of goes across all sports, but definitely, definitely to what you were saying specifically about what we're talking about. You know, you just see. And boy, Ben said, you just see a tweet that shows numbers, and it's like you get a hundred thousand retweets, and it's like, okay, well, where did those numbers come from? Like, did you watch the games? Like, what, you know, what really was in yeah. those numbers that you're reading? And people don't take the time to go look at that. No, they're lazy. That's why. Right. You know? <laughs> Let them know. The kids these days, man. Yeah, kids right. these days, they don't they don't research. Millennials. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you can't yeah. stand them. Yeah. Can't stand them. Well, watch. I would love for, and I guarantee you, a high percentage of these people that are retweeting and causing all, 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 all this stuff, it's just they've never actually watched a full game or right. been a part of anything. You know, it's just, 
and it's it just not with this situation. It's with other things. I mean, on and on and, and, you know, you can disagree with somebody and it, it's okay to do that now, you know, and it just, it, you know, he could just make up nonsense stuff and it, you can make it sound right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I mean, watch the game and watch, I mean, watch Chapman. I mean, I, I think Chapman is the easiest pitcher to read to predict on what's coming. It's fastball slider. And when one thing is not working, he's going to go to the other pitch. And he's been doing that for five, six years now, you know, and I, you know, for me, I really got to see it when he was with the Cubs in 2015 and, you know, being in Illinois, because they're on all the time. And when they put him in, I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, okay. And I, when I watch, I always kind of try to, okay, what pitch, what pitches are coming and stuff like that. And I think Chapman is the easiest guy in the world to predict on what he's coming. He throws 104 miles an hour and he throws a six, slide, uh, six slider. If you guys know, if I can't get my slider o- over four strikes, what am I going to go with? I'm going to go with 103 mile an hour fastball. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone yep. looks at the pitch that quits for Al, for Al Tuve. And I think if you guys go back and look at it, two fast, first two pitches were fastball up and away for a ball, right? So what are you going to throw? A slider. Uh, he, he throws me, get me over slider. And then, uh, you know, four strikes. So as, as a hitter, what are you thinking? Okay, he's throwing that slider to four strikes. I'm sitting on slider now because he cannot <laughs> locate his fastball. Yeah. And what does he do? He doesn't even like the slider didn't even break. Yeah, he he had the shot of it. Like change up, it looked like. And he good hitters. What do good hitters do? They they piss on a baseball for that. You know, yeah. so and everyone's saying that like, oh, he, you know, yeah, he knew it was coming. I mean, that's just baseball. He's a smart baseball player. <laughs> um, and I could be wrong. And tomorrow, something could come out and say, yeah, I wore a buzzer. Okay, and I look like an asshole, and I'm wrong. <laughs> but. Yeah. Right now, and that's what it that's what it seems like. Yeah. Well, so I have a couple points on the Altuve thing, but real quick, while we're talking about numbers, I just wanted to go through some of the numbers I found with the research I did instead of you know looking on the internet. So research. So so, nice, dude. You fucking nerd. (laughs) We'll bleep that out. So some numbers I found from 2017. So this is the playoff run that you know MLB did find that they did in fact cheat somehow. Um, Altuve at home hit 472. Correa hit 371. Brian McCann hit 300. Compared to their away splits, Altuve hit 143. <laughs> Correa hit 211, and McCann hit a whopping 037. So just and then I compared it looking at Altuve stats in 2019, where you do see the you know the clip from the Chapman, but that hasn't been proved by MLB. No one has been able to definitively prove that. At home, Altuve hit 306, and away he hit 291. So, you know, more similar in 2019 where it wasn't proven, where in 2017, uh, you know, the cheating was proven, and, you know, it really does show in those statistics. I would be curious to see what pitchers they faced on the road compared to home and stuff like that. That's fair. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, if they're facing a number one or number two, you know, I don't know where where they started the series off. I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know if they started started in L.A. or not. So, right. Um, I mean, that, you look at that. That may may. I mean, I'm not making excuses, but 
you know, you're going to be facing the number one and number two the first two games. And if you're on the road, what you're facing that year, you're facing yeah. Kershaw. And I don't know, I'm not sure who the, was Rich Hill, was that was on fire or something like that. Yeah. So, hey. I mean, I, I don't know. Hear you. something to look at, though. No, that's fair. <laughs> hey. Hey, I'm yeah. with you, man. I, as far as I, they didn't do anything wrong. As far as I'm concerned, I'm I'm all about it. We're we're I, I'm defending the Astros. That. 2020. Oh yeah. You know, you know and that's what they need. They they have to have a good year this year. They have to. Oh, you know, like, no, it'll be miserable. It'll be miserable. Oh, if anything, you'll awful. suffer the most. Absolutely. You know, and and here's the thing. Like, I think they have the players that really don't get distracted. I mean, I guess. They're cocky. I mean, you look at Bregman, he's the cockiest player in the world, you know. And But, I mean, I think you got to have that a little bit to get through mm-hmm. a situation like that. And whoever they hire as a manager, it's, you know, you're going to have to deal with a little bit about that. So they got to find the right guy for, for this whole situation, you know. Because I thought about it, like, man, if they have an awful year, if I'm, the, if I'm Jim Crane, if I'm the owner, I'm, I'm blowing this thing up. Springer. I'm going to let you walk, Verlander's going to retire cranky, see you later, Correa, trade him away. I mean, why not just blow it up, you know, because you're, you're constantly going to have this in the back of your head if you do not have a good year this year. You know, it's just, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And, you know, and there's a lot of people that, you know, are, think the Astros are awful now, but some of them are like, man, I kind of hope they do win, you know, yeah. and, and what is that going to do next fall? You know, it'll be really... And then, of course, it'll be overachieved. It's just like Bonds and McGuire and Sosa and A-Rod and stuff like that. You know, when they came back, you know, they're always going to be known as a cheater and stuff like that. I mean, you're just not going to get away from it. Yeah. All right, so you talked about a little bit, wanted to know, you know, pitcher stats, uh, you know, when they face the Astros. Astros, well, I have the stats right here. And going back to the 2017 right, World Series... Uh, I just want to give you some statistics yeah. on Clayton Kershaw specifically. Uh, you know, friend of the program. Uh, at Dodger Stadium, he had 11 innings pitched. He gave up one earned run and had a .82 ERA. This is in the World Series. And then compared to pitching at Minute Maid Park, where he had 4.2 innings pitched, six earned runs, and a 6.50 ERA. Now, that's some pretty eye-opening numbers. What, what do you have to say on that? Now, where did he pitch those games, though? Was he at home or was he at West? Let him know, Coach. Let him know. When he I was mean, at... because if... When he was at Dodger right. Stadium, so he had a .82. When he was at... tell us, Shub. Okay. When he was so in Houston, games? he had a six five. All right, so what games were were those? That's that's my question. I don't know if that really matters or not. But, I don't, uh, I, that I doesn't don't, matter, no. I don't have those numbers in my analytics no, guide. Not Forget it. No, it's good. Shoot. Basically, what we're saying is, bud, the numbers are fake. You're fake news. That's what we're saying. Astros are in a cell. I'm really impressed. He got the numbers really quick. So, but I mean, because, okay, so what do you, okay, um, I forgot what I was going to say. So, um, crap, I don't know. Let's go on to the next question because I forgot what I was going to say. No, oh, okay, gonna, okay. you were just going to you were just going to say that no, numbers are off. just mumbo jumbo and yeah, numbers similar Yeah, I mean it's all fake news. So, but, what, I mean, but look at Kershaw and and everyone's like, oh, he's not. Once he comes to the World Series, he chokes and he does all this other stuff. I mean, he's not playing Astros all the time. I mean, what's I mean, yeah. what's your you know what's, what's going on with that then? That's a great you know, point, so, actually. Like, you know, and then, you know, to go back with fake news, it's, no one's really talking about the fact that 
someone came out and said Mike Trout uses HGH. I mean, and that got covered. I've heard one thing about that. This, this could be a this could be a conspiracy because Mike Trout is the golden boy, right? And it's all a deflection. Coach, that is the most solid defense that I've gotten so far. That's the most solid defense I've gotten. I I, I think that's what it is. I'll die on that hill all day. It's all Mike Trout's fault. We just wasted 30 minutes of talking about the Astros when we just finally got down to a really conspiracy going on. Wasted? You say wasted. I say we we just kind of solved the puzzle there. (laughs) I don't know about that. All right, so another thing I have. It's right. kind of this is kind of a compelling argument, but you know it's hard to calculate. But you could argue blood. the real impact wasn't winning the World Series, but like the effect that it has had on players' jobs. Because to say third base, for example, you know he knows what pitch is coming. He hits better at for the season than he does compared to someone who's in free agency that same year as that third baseman, and you know has worse numbers than the Astros' third baseman. But the Astros' third baseman didn't know what pitch was coming. You know, that, that affects some players' jobs as well as p- other pitchers' jobs. You know, some pitchers, they only get called up for certain games due to injuries and, you know, just moving around the far- farm system and stuff. And if they get shelled by the Astros in that game, they get sent back down immediately and people just think they can't pitch in the bigs. Well, it's also, it's, it, it's not that fact. It's the fact that the Astros know what's coming. What do you have to say about that? What I have to say about that is the guys who are coming out saying that they're going to cost jobs, they're probably not very good anyways. No, I, I like that. I like that. Honestly, that's that response. <laughs> this, is, this is why you're the, no, I mean, this is why you're the man. I, That's a good response. I, yeah. I, you no, in in yeah. I mean, that does suck. You know, if I'm if I'm a rookie and I'm facing the Astros, and maybe they are cheating and all sort of stuff, and I get lit up, I get, you know, do get sent, you know, I get sent back down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I there's a yeah. There's a few guys that are probably using this trash can thing, but. I'm I'm a hundred percent you know convinced that not everybody used the trash can thing, right? So if I'm nothing's coming out with Correa or Springer, it's just basically Altuve and Bregman, right? So say Springer, Correa, and Gary L, right? You know, did not use this, and but they still lit that guy up, you know, or or or, or had a good outing and stuff like that. So I don't I don't think I mean. It's just another topic to talk to talk about to make the Astros look bad, and in mm-hmm. my opinion, I, I don't think nah. there's anything to it. You know, it, it, it's just yeah. I mean, you can go back to look at all these other old pitchers that kind of got beat up late in their career. I mean, it's because they didn't have it. It wasn't because the other team was cheating. You know, it's just because they didn't have it. They didn't have that swing and that stuff or that late break that you look for as as pitchers. And you know, and I don't know. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, that's what that's my honest opinion with that stuff. <laughs> sure. So I guess yeah, no, you're good. So so, so yeah, kind of your point. We kind of hit on everything. So kind of move it to a little bit lighter uh, question, I guess. Still along the same topic. Um, so there's there's like a fine line between you know gamesmanship and and cheating. Obviously, we kind of touched on that. Um, so in terms, we'll, we'll go more towards the gamesmanship, which in my opinion can be kind of, you know, one of the more exciting, I don't know if exciting is the right word, but a little bit more fun part of the game. So just from your coaching career or, or playing career, um, do you have any kind of stories where you 
were either a part of something or maybe saw something where you were able to pick up on signs like at a pretty you know effective rate or, or you guys just kind of felt like or again like you maybe have saw someone who's pretty good at you know the more of the gamesmanship side of of picking up on signs and taking advantage of that absolutely i mean i see it every year um i mean as a player i was never i never wanted to know i never wanted someone else to tell me what was coming if that makes sense i always wanted to figure mm-hmm. out my I, was, I was the uh, same yeah you know, like, I, I didn't want to run it on second so say, hey, if I put my hands on my knees, the fastball's going to come. No, man, I don't, I want, I don't trust you. I don't trust anybody, so I don't trust you. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to do that stuff. So, you know, so and, trust and that's how news. a lot of major league players are, too. You know, major league players are like that, too. They're just like, I don't want to know what's coming. You know, if I know a curveball's going to come, I'm swinging out of my shoes, you know, yeah. and say and say it's not a very good curveball, you know, and i way ahead of it. Well, it's that kind of, you know, you don't, not very good at it. But yeah, I know as a coach, um, I know at Bethany, Westminster, um, it was <laughs> going to their, and in this shoots, I think you need to look up the, the, home, and a, the home and away splits for Westminster and Bethany. Um, yeah, go check out those <laughs> numbers, nerd. <laughs> Every time we'd go to Westminster, and this was my first year that I was with Bethany, and Carve said, we have the signs the, from the pitching coach that him, re- basically, I guess you could say technology, you know, we have the, we have the video, or whatever you want to call it, where the pitching coach, I mean, you know, the dugouts at Westminster are like right on top of the field. Yeah, right? literally on top so of the show. Absolutely like hated it. Ten feet away from the other dugout. Okay, and so Carl said, he, he gave me some notes, and he said, I want you to look for it before this. Let me know if you figure it out. So I'm like, all right, sounds, sounds good. So he basically had everything written down for the pitch and coach on what their signs were, you know, face, knees, shoulders, and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll take a look. I cracked it in the first inning, and so what we did was if I yelled out your first name, it was a fastball. And, you know, and I would ask the guys, like, hey, do you want me to do, to do this? And they would say yes or no. And I know, I think we did it with Zach, um, you know, and then. <laughs> Let me guess. Lito no. Like that. So, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I don't need your help doing anything, you know. So, um, <laughs> you know, but, so, I mean, that Just was really easy. And we did that for two years. You know, we did that for two years. And um, it was only at their place because when we were, we were at Bethany or somewhere else, I mean, we could still get it a little bit, but, you know, I mean, it's all over. We have guys on our dugout that think they're cracking with their base coach signals and stuff like that. But, you know, uh-huh. I, I remember here at Monmouth, my first year, we were in Florida, and we were playing at Dodger Town, and I, I think we were playing, like, Bridgewater State or something like that, and uh, it was at the end of the week, and um, I pinched Rand, a guy at second, and, you know, kind of, you know, Speedy guy, kind of clueless. He's sick. He doesn't know anything, really. And so, like, Bridgewater thinks he's relaying signs to our hitters, right? Okay? And I have no idea what's going on. And so, like, the pitcher starts popping off at me. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what are you talking about? I go, one, don't talk to the head coach like that. You know, like, you're an idiot. And so then the umpire call, you know, calls me over and says, well, they say you're stealing signs. I go, how am I stealing signs? And he says, oh, well, the runner at second. I looked at who it was. I go, that guy 
has no clue what he's doing. He doesn't even know how to feel science. He's the coolest <laughs> guy in the world. Like, there's no way he, he can do it. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. So then, like, so now the other team is just paranoid that we're stealing signs, and we're not because I don't, I, I don't teach that, you know. And I was telling guys, I was like, look, if you figure it out, and they're not smart enough to change their sign, if you are a hundred percent sure. You need to work with that hitter because I don't. I'm not going to be relaying anything to you guys, you know. So, um, and we have some guys that do it, some guys that don't. But so we had another guy on second base, and like, and I even asked, I you know, I, I asked that player, I'm like, hey, are you stealing signs? Huh? <laughs> like, okay. yeah, so now answer the question, you know. <laughs> so and uh, so we get another guy on second. You know, we're up. We're up pretty good. And then the coach come, comes out, dug out, and starts yelling at us. So then the umpire calls time, and he comes over to me and goes, that's your warning. I go, warning for what? <laughs> and he goes, you're stealing signs. That's not right. I go, so you're going to give us a warning? And you're like, what are you going to do? And, and he goes, oh, well, I can eject the whole team or something like that. I'm like, it's not in the rule book. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're trying to Show enforce a rule that's not that in the rule book. Just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean you, I mean, that's umpires nowadays. They just make up rules. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm just like sitting there. And so I, I, I turned to our dugout and I said, stop sit, stop looking like you're stealing signs. And they all, we all just kind of laughed it off. And then, uh, um, but I'll never forget that. And, um, you know, and I told our assigner back here, I told him what happened. And, and he's like, he, he, he just laughed. He goes, he seriously said that he gave, he, like, he gave me a warning. I was like, yeah, he gave us a warning because he thought we were stealing signs. He goes, yeah, he can't do that. And it, was just, it was just one of those things. That, but that's, those, that right there is an exam, example of, you know, people in the purity of the game, you know, the unwritten rules and stuff like that, you know, where you're following everything to the team what's right and what's wrong in baseball, you know, and, and that was a perfect example of it. All right, so we've, we've kind of already talked about this, you know, the Altuve clip where he rounds third, and, you know, he's saying, like, don't rip my shirt off, don't rip my shirt off. Um, so if you haven't seen that clip, go look it up on YouTube. Um, you know, just figure out what – just go look up that clip, basically. But what are your thoughts on that situation? I know MLB's investigation gathered no evidence of cheating or using buzzers in the 2019 – or in 2019 season – but the, you know, the video does seem pretty odd, to say the least. Is Altuve just a weird guy, or you know, is something going on behind the scenes so, last year as well? So you're, you're basically blaming Altuve, you know, hey, you know, why aren't you taking off the shirt? Everybody's doing it. So you're kind of giving him crap for not No, because he's, he's had his shirt off. Like to me. He's had his shirt taken I, off before in walk-off situations. What? So what? why is that time in not... Well, I, he doesn't like his. You look at all the walk-offs that he's had and all that. You know, each team has a thing that they do and they celebrate. And no thing was ripping everyone's jersey off. Altuve doesn't like it. You know, yeah. like he even said it. He doesn't there, like his. Uh, it's for his know, wife too. I don't yeah, buy that. I really don't buy that. Don't listen so to what you're telling me. No, because here's the thing. If, if our big thing is to throw, throw. Sunflower seeds at you every time you get a stolen base, shoot. and you know you don't like it. And then once you tell us, "Hey, don't do it," well, is there a conspiracy going on there? No. Okay, that's completely different. Here's the thing: the Astros were getting caught for the trash can, but people kept saying the trash can stopped 
at, like in playoffs because you know they couldn't hear. So if they can't hear the trash can, then they had to switch up to something. And by then, they've already got good at doing this, and they probably already had a couple ideas. So a buzzer would have been a perfect idea. You know, the world, you know, playoffs, you can't hear anything, so just have a buzzer on. It's going to be loud enough where the catcher can't hear. No one else is going to be able to hear. So why not put the buzzer on? And they've already got caught for banging on a trash can. This would not surprise me at all. No. I don't know. I mean, I think that's kind of... I don't think that's really fair. She used to say that just because the guy didn't want his jersey ripped off. That <laughs> I'm with you. I, I, that's, uh, I don't know. I, I think that's just searching for something. You know, it's just, I just... I think you're... Yeah, you're, you're definitely you're definitely reaching, and I mean, did you see the picture, the video clip of Josh Reddick? You know, Josh Reddick, that was confetti. Stuff. That was confetti. I'll give you that. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh look, he's wearing a buzzer. He's wearing. Come on, people! <laughs> it's his necklace with confetti on it. Yeah, that was confetti. Well, you know, and, I, and I'm sure if Josh Reddick hit the home run. He would have let him, or they would have let you know his teammates rip his jersey off and stuff like that because he doesn't care. He runs around in a freaking bikini fall on around the you know the you know the clubhouse so he he's not afraid of his body out to he's five four he's kind of you know he's a little you know he doesn't like to flaunt his body as much as some people so i don't know I'm with you i think well, it's a stretch so i think it's a stretch my thing that makes it me think that it's a little suspicious is not the actual video but his agent uh boris and his excuse for why altuve didn't want his jersey off is he's shy now I don't know, like I, 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 Altuve shy. So I mean, I, I haven't he searched this on. Yeah, he is. Well, he's shy in interviews, but I mean, I haven't looked this up on Google because I'm not that kind of guy. But I'm sure if you look up Jose Altuve shirtless, you're gonna find you know hundreds of photos. I'm sure like he's not that shy with his body. That's my saying. Yeah, Photoshop. <laughs> Photoshop, all Photoshop. See, okay, here's the thing. Okay, I see now, both sides okay, of it. Now, do your research here. Okay, now go back. Always. You can find all the celebrations when every when the Ashers rip your jersey off. Okay, why don't you actually sit there and watch? You know, if the players want it to happen or not. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Once you do that, then we can have another conversation about the whole jersey ripoff thing. Okay. But that's like a thing, though. The, it, so the Indians thing is they <laughs> dump water on each other, but no player wants the water dumped on each other. But they still allow it to happen. Oh, they act, they on, like man. run away and then they allow the water to be dumped on them. The Mets, Pete Alonso did the same thing. He runs away when he hits a walk up for the Mets, and then eventually he lets them catch up to them. I'm not buying that. You're telling me that you're comparing water getting thrown on you compared to your jersey being ripped off of you. Hey, here's another thing. If he doesn't want his jersey ripped off, wear a shirt underneath. <laughs> well, so I think, we're, I, I think this, hey, this conversation is, t- is taking a turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes if we let Shub talk too long. So, Shub, you heard your age. Your status is, if I ever need you as an assistant coach, I, I don't know if we can really get along now. I mean, you're really, is this, is this how it's going to be in the office? You're, you're, you're going to sit there, and you're just going to let me have it with this whole owl Tuesday and shirt thing. Yeah. Yikes. Well, so this is just this is what I have to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. But, so this is just my last point on it is, like, if they did, if the team was implementing some kind of buzzer, like, 
wouldn't the team know? Like, why would his jerseys want to rip the jersey off, you know, if they knew something was hiding underneath? You know, unless it was just, you know, Altuve and, like, another player doing it. Like, it would have to be just, right. you know, a couple players. So, so now you're saying maybe now that comment right there, <laughs> that maybe just proves that they weren't doing the buzzer because they wanted to tear his jersey off. You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess Whoa. that's... <laughs> wow. Spin zone. Spin zone. Spin zone. Spin zone. Spin zone. Spin zone. How do you feel about the Astros? The Astros having uh, Altuve and Bregman for their fan fest still. You know that had to be a little awkward. I mean, you you had to tell me this is what you're going to be doing. You know, the questions are going to be asked. Yeah, and it's just not for the Astros, and and I'm sure it was at everybody's fan fest. I'm sure some reporters say, "Hey, what do you think about this whole cheating scandal?" You know, I mean that's. It's a tough situation to be in, and you know, it really is. You know, I wouldn't want to be in that situation. You know, it's. Uh, um, and I think Bregman said it best, and everyone's kind of ripped at him on what he said. He's just like, it, you know, MLB did their investing uh, investigation. The commissioner made did what he did, and right. that, that was his response to every single question. I mean, and everyone's like, oh, he should have came out." You know, and I'm like, no, I mean. That's what he needed to be. That's the facts. You know, the commissioner came out, gave the punishment. Jim Crane made the decision to fire, you know, the manager and GM, and it is what it is. I mean, it's, uh, uh, he's not going to sit there and disagree with what happened because, honestly, he may have gotten off the hook. Right. All right, so I just got the last question here. we got to wrap it up. We were probably going way over time. But, um so you've been doing a lot of defending on this podcast. So it, it seems like you're not going to be switching teams. But you know, have you considered? Are you, you know, is there more tail on this Astros? I really have you know, yeah. Early, er, early when this stuff came out, you know, because like I said, I felt kind of hurt. You know, you, you, you stick with it. I mean, I've I've been an Astros fan my whole life. Right. You know, grew up grew up in Houston. Went to the Astrodome. I'm a big BGO and Bagwell Bergman fan and all this other stuff. And, yeah, you know, to really go through the three or four years of a hundred, hundred plus losses, and then finally them turning around, it's just like part of me was like, man, I feel cheated, you know, if this really did happen, and yeah. you know, um, and hopefully it, it it if it stays what it is, and they don't find anything else, then I'm okay with it. But if they find the buzzers and they do, and maybe they find more. I'm like, yeah, I'd be pretty upset. You know, yeah. like I would probably take some of my Astros stuff down. I, I wouldn't be, be a proud Astros fan, you know. So, so I thought about other teams. I was going to have to ask you guys, you know, you know, I do, do I hop on a bandwagon and really invest? And you know, part of me thought maybe going to the Blue Jays route. You know, just because like they're that. Canadian and Canadians are nice and they don't <laughs> cheat. And uh, BGO's son is on the Blue Jays, so okay. I, you know, I kind of thought about that a little bit, too. Yeah, that's fair. All right, Coach. Well, you know, thank you again for your time. You know, we appreciate you coming on. I know this was probably a tough one for you, a lot of bashing of the Astros, but, you know, I'm glad you came you know, on the show. The, and The only, the only tough part was Shubert. She's really kind of hurt my feelings oh, tonight, so oh, uh, I don't know if I'm going to have to, that, I don't know, it's going to take a while for me to come back from that one, so. Yeah, I guess we're going to have to mend that relationship with some kind of band-aid, some electric band-aid. All right, well. yeah. You know, and I'm really, I'm really curious on what Calhoun's going to have to say about the whole situation, too, so I can't wait to listen to see yeah. what he has to say. Should be a good one. Well, thank you again, and we're, you know, oh. we're 
we're hoping your team has a big year this year. I hope. I mean, hey, this is twice in one year, and the one time that I did it, we won it all. So maybe we'll go a little further this year since I've been twice on, you know, twice with you guys. So uh, any time that you guys want to do this, you know, you know, I'm okay with the next one. They be having like a Schubert apology to me. Uh, oh, good. Want to. So uh, I'll talk about that more. <laughs> All right, last thing we have for you guys is Fancy BS. Today's Fancy BS is brought to you by Rogaine. Just kidding. We don't have an advertisement yet, but you can change that. We're a growing podcast. We Josh. had over 1,000 listens in, on our podcast in just October alone. You know, We're at over 8,400 listens overall on the mesh. podcast. Tricks. By episode 60, you know, we'll be well over 9,000. So if you're interested in getting your product out there or any message out there, you know, DM our Twitter page at D3's Finest Pod, and we'll get you a shout out before the segment. All right, the people have spoken. This week's Fancy BS topic is death row meals. It was a pretty close poll, but we are going to go with your pick. Shout out to the listeners. Huge shout out, friends of the program. So we've decided to do a three-course draft. So the first round, we're going to be picking just main courses and appetizers. Second round, we're going to be doing desserts. And the last round, we're going to do beverages. And then you combine that all up. That's our official death row meal. So, uh, Gil, you got the first pick. I have the second. And Shub, you got back-to-back snake draft, as always. Uh, People forget sometimes, so yeah, snake draft. All right, I know uh, we were talking about it earlier, and I picked. I'm changing my pick from what I said earlier, though. Okay, that's fair. So I'm gonna go. I'm going Olive Garden breadsticks, very specifically. Ooh, Ooh okay. That's huge. Along with like, um, I don't know what, like a sea. I'm thinking seafood platter. But on like pasta, so like okay. scallops, shrimp, some crab meat in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some I lobster. Hear you. Okay. But then with some like Alfredo and pasta, maybe just so I'm just thinking maybe just seafood pasta is probably the way you'll put it on the graphic. Yeah, I could do that. That's what kind of prison listeners. are you in? It's my de- they'll do it's it's death row, baby. They, they're gonna yeah, do it. Yeah, I know. They'll do it. Yeah, they'll do whatever the f- you want. Yeah, yeah. You commit yeah. the worst crime possible, so yeah, you just get whatever you want. All right, and, and I'm definitely asking for all that shit. Yeah. Like specific ocean crab. Well, like I need it from this. Yeah, I need it from this place. The noodles need to be grown. I actually don't think they would do that. But I would ask. Probably not. Yeah, yeah, you can ask, of course. All right, I'm going to go. So I'm going to, for my main course, I'm going to pick filet mignon, bacon Ooh. wrapped, and then for my side dish, I'm going to do cheesy fries with some bacon bits on top. Ooh, bacon bits. Yeah, huge bacon uh, guy. Is that, that's what you can tell from my pick there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, for anyone that knows bacon, me, like, bacon and more bacon. All the very, bacon. Very like, good personal level. Um, this pick will not surprise you for my main entree. I'm going to go with Taco Bell's Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> that, if, if that was the last thing I had before I died, I, I would be perfectly that. content with that. Um, but to, to pair it along with it, give me some buffalo chicken dip and chips. Okay. okay. I... I, was, I did not expect that at all, but I respect both those picks. I just, I'll you, give you that. You didn't even have Taco Bell on your fast or fast food meal. <laughs> you <laughs> have it on your death row. Listen, that's that's from Stats Guy Ben. Yeah, same metrics, baby. There's a lot of I do a lot of things for Taco Bell, Crunchwrap Supreme. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Okay, except pick it in your draft. All right, you got, another, right. You got another pick here. I think that's oh, proof of pan- I think so that's this- proof of pandering. Hold on, no, that's proof of pandering. It just. <laughs> Motion, motion to say that. <laughs> Go ahead, shoot. Pick number two. Um, for my this is the dessert, right? Dessert. Yeah, dessert. 
for dessert. Um, again, this is kind of like a, out of like, if you, again if you know me like if you're my family basically you know this is a good dessert for me. I love this uh, Dairy Queen cookie dough blizzard with chocolate ice cream. Okay. I love it. Does no, no, that's that's my go-to at, at uh, Dairy Queen as well, actually. So this is probably the first draft, at least that I remember, where I haven't clowned one of your picks yet. So good yeah. shout-out to you. Right. Yeah, shout-out to you. Well, you still got another one, so that's yeah, the big thing. All right, so I got uh, something very specific here. Um, I want 50 Snickerdoodle cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the first word? 50, 50, 50. 50 Snickerdoodle cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't kill you till you finish them all. So yeah, and, and, then, and then the world's best chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. So that that combined, I want both those things. I got you. <laughs> I was just gonna my loophole for that. Then I'm about to do the same thing. Was just to say like to put you'll hear it, but put one on top of the other mm. and just make it like one dish. Yeah, so it's fair. not like one. It's you're not getting both. It's all one thing. Right, so right. You just put one on top of the other. Yeah. Um. So I'm up back to back too. Back to back, baby. Back. All right. Um, I guess you can't. I guess I can't really do what I was gonna do. I was gonna say uh, the like those, you know, those cream-filled donuts with, like chocolate on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So them. Okay. And then just straight up cheesecake. Mm. Ooh. ooh. That sounds yeah. pretty fire. Can't complain. Yeah, about and that. if you have to, you know, make it a sandwich or something. I don't give a f- just yeah. on this, you can put them on top of each uh, other. It's your death row meal. You can do whatever the f- you want. We'll bleep that. That's out. right. That's right. All right. So last round beverages. Any beverage in the world you want. I should have just said. Beverage. I should have just said what Shoop said. I should have just been like, yeah. If you know me, you know I always <laughs> eat my cheesecake in between two cream-filled donuts. <laughs> my close friends and family, you guys know, I always do this. <laughs> I mean, I do always do that. The real ones. There. No, I hear you. I, I'm just I'm playing. I told you I hadn't made fun of you yet. It's I'm slip out. It's, it's surprising. Well, real quick though, it's surprising. Not many people know the move that some Dairy Queens do do chocolate ice cream in their blizzards. Mm. So, so we'll a fun, hey, fun fun little pro tip for all you listeners out there. Yeah, learn something new every day. Some, visitors. Some don't do it, but some do. Okay. So <laughs> okay. So hey, here's to hoping your Dairy Queen does chocolate ice cream. Correct. Yes. Uh, good luck to you. Um, so I'll go, I'm drink now on the final drink. Um, this I'll go, honestly, dude, I'll just go Jameson's whiskey. Okay. On ice. All right. Uh, so my last pick here, I'm going to go with a strawberry starburst freezy from Taco Bell. Somehow spiked with alcohol. So whatever alcohol, just put it in there. Just make sure it still tastes like the freezy. But I'm gonna get yeah. some kind of a buzz. Yeah. Vog, Ben, you should have gone like with the giant one of those things, like a like the like double extra large, and then just pour a bottle of vodka. And that's, yeah, I, I already see it. I yeah, see it. True. Yeah, Gatorade. Uh, what's it called? Gatorade shower thing. <laughs> cooler. Yeah, yeah, Gatorade the, cooler the full of it. <laughs> water jug. I hear you. Yeah. All right, Shiv, you got the last pick here. Your final last beverage pick. on earth. What are you going with? My last drink on earth. Yeah, before you die See, for I, your terrible cries of terrible sports take. See, like my thing is like I don't know if I want alcohol in my drink because like I want to remember my last my last meal. And anyone who knows me is I'm a lightweight, so um, I'm gonna go with Baja Blast. That is true, though. That's the that's the one thing I do now. Okay, Baja Blast. But 
I'm trying to decide if I want it spiked with alcohol or not. Uh, it's up to you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Might okay. as well. Oh yeah. That's fair. Okay. Fell into peer pressure. We got him, boys. All right. That is our fantasy BS. Any close calls? Any honorable mentions you guys have? Um. Uh, I mean, shit. I could go on forever. You know. Yeah. It was you picking the, your favorite food. foods ever. Your, right. That uh. Bacon wrapped steak, great idea. Yeah, like that yeah. would be that would have made mine as well. Yeah. Um, hey, almost went Chick Fil A, probably. Swear, uh, there you go. There you go. Tried to throw on a, a Red Lobster, uh, one of those, those biscuits. Get them in mm. there somewhere. That sounds uh, good. Texas Roadhouse yeah. rules. <laughs> put them on. Uh, put them on top of my breadsticks. Yeah. Hey. Like yeah. one dish. Like hey, a sandwich. Gil always does. That. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All my friends know. <laughs> Next fancy BS, we could do the fancy BS of breadsticks from restaurants. I don't know if we have enough restaurants, but it could be a good one. There might be three picks. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, might be tough. But I don't know about any breadsticks. We could do some research. Yeah, some saving metrics. Analytics. We're always, we're always doing research anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, so my food, I was pretty much set. It was just the drinks. I had a couple different options. Baja Blast was on the list. Root beer. I think it's funny, Shub, you went with two picks from Taco Bell. That's how much I love that place. The drink and but the main went, course. But not enough to make it on my list. <laughs> yeah, no desserts from ta- uh, Taco Bell. What's, what, the fuck, what the fuck's up with that? Um, root beer float, Ben. Yeah, I think true. that would have been a good one. Milkshake? I'm surprised pick. no one went with milkshake. Some kind of milkshake. Maybe like a margarita Oreo milkshake? or two. Ooh, that'd be fire. I can see it. I feel like I feel like drinks, I feel like we're missing some for sure. Yeah. Have you I ever like... Sure. Have you ever the listeners should let us know what we missed? Yeah, I've call us some, out. Like some people's death row meals have been like PB and J. Yeah, there's some uh, lame. Sh- I'm, as- I'm asking for the nines, bro. I'm asking for everything. Yeah, there's some lame stuff out there. You you do yeah. your research, and it's kind of sad what people ask for the last meal. Some people go all out and do it right, but some people yeah. are pretty lame. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll have water with a sandwich. Yeah, f- that. <laughs> So I this is expected from shoe. <laughs> Trying to watch my calories. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Um, cutting out sugar. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we have. Uh, you know, thanks for listening to this podcast again. I hope you guys enjoyed yeah. the interviews. Let with us the know what we missed. Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely do that. Yeah, it's K Weezy and we back. The rise to the throne. And the. Yeah. Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people phonies just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for for me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's. No need for hatin', I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience All I got is papers and a lot of haters Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers